If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, we do a little fantasy football focus here for our final segment. And I wanted to talk, I wanted to talk strategies. We've kind of gotten into it a little bit here over the last uh, month or two when we Mm -hmm. have talked fantasy football. Has your strategy changed with the game? Have you evolved where you look at how you look at the game? The fantasy game you're talking about. Correct. Yes. Strictly. Um, I'm in the process of changing. I'm old. I'm, I'm set in my ways. I have grown up and had much, much, much success often going running back, running back with my first two picks or at least two of my first three and being one of the last guys in my league to draft a quarterback. And it's hard for me to say that that won't work anymore. You know, that's like almost saying if I pound the rock with Derrick Henry or Jerome Bettis, I can't win in the NFL. You know, like I understand that, you know, I still think there's a physic, you know, physicality of the real game and a shortage of running backs. But I don't think it's an accident that if you had an elite tight end or an elite receiver or an elite quarterback, you had great success these last couple of years because they're starting to separate themselves a little bit. And a lot of it from the quarterback perspective is just how much running they do now. You know, that they're, if you're a non runner, I almost can't look at you at fantasy anymore and you got to start paying for those dudes. So I'm more open to the idea of taking a wide receiver or tight end in the very early rounds. I'm more open to the idea of not being the last guy to draft a quarterback in my league. Yeah, I think I'm I'm right there with you in in many mm-hmm. respects. I'm looking here at fantasypros.com. Yeah. They're uh ADPs right now. Right now as we sit here on July 5th, Justin Jefferson is still going number 1. His ADP is 1. Christian mm-hmm. McCaffrey is 2. Then you got Jamar Chase at 3. And then there's that this then it starts to separate a little bit because Austin Eckler is 4.5. So there's some differences there. Travis Kelsey is still five, fifth right now. He's a 5.0. Yeah. Cooper Cup at 6.0. Tyreek Hill at 6.5. Saquon Barkley at 8.0. Bajon Robinson at 9.0. Jonathan Taylor at 10.0. And then Stefan Diggs at 11.5. Okay. With C.D. Lamb at 12.0. That's your top 12. That's your first round guys right now. So how many running backs were in there? Three? Uh, four. Right? Four. Yeah, Taylor was the fourth. And Bijan was not in there. He was in there. He was he was the third running back. Okay, he was third. Taylor was four. Taylor yeah. just snuck in. Because never in our life would we think. In I'm sorry, there are five running backs in there. Because you had. Barkley. McCaffrey, Ekelar, Barkley, Robinson, Taylor. Yeah, five in the top 12. It used okay. to be 10 of the t- top 12 or 11 of the top 12 would be running backs. Absolutely. And I was about to 
stretch my point a little bit, but I think there's a pretty good gap after those five to the Nick Chubbs and Henry's and Josh Jacobs of the world too. Like there's really only five that could sneak in your first round. Yeah. Well, on this list, Chubb comes in at 16. Okay. know that's his ADP right now. Yeah. Jacobs is at 17.5. Interestingly enough, Jacobs at 17.5, is right after Josh Allen at 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's nuts. I, I I never want to be the guys to take that to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't no. say that Josh Allen, if he has a his normal Josh Allen type season, isn't worth it. See, some of this is just safe. Give me the leadoff double, as you and I always say. I mean, Justin Jefferson, unless he blows out his knee, of course, and that could happen to any position, but it's less likely a quarterback and receiver aren't going to, I'm not going to regret taking them in the first round. You know, you're not going to regret it. Josh Allen is going to put up a lot of fantasy points in every game he plays. So is Mahomes. So is Hurts. So I think that that's become more of the logic of give me a receiver and a quarterback early, maybe a running back in the top three rounds as well. But my sec, my RB two, might be Dobbins. You know what I mean? And give me two or three in rounds six, seven, eight, and see yeah. which one. And I don't disagree with that strategy, or at least I'm open to going that way. My running back two might not be a high investment. We don't get to RB eight on this list until Derrick Henry at number twenty. That's nuts. Crazy. So, like, how you- many millions of drafts have we done? call it a 10-team league, a 12-team league, whatever, where at least every team has a running back in their top two picks. And, and often two. Half of them have two, maybe more. Yeah. That was, that's the norm, and that's not the norm anymore, folks. In the top 24 picks, according to AB, ADP, Tony Pollard is the last one at RB9. Derrick Henry's at RB8. RB, so nine of the, top, of, the, of the top picks, or nine of the picks in the top two rounds are, are running backs right now. 11 wide receivers are going. Yeah. And they're really good players. Like eight three quarterbacks and one tight end. That's your, that's your top, that's your that's top, top uh, two rounds right now. So you open the, se- the, the segment. Hey, Matt, are you interested in changing your tune or are you adapting with the league? And yes, I'm open to it. But deep down, let's say I have the sixth pick or the fifth pick in a 12 team league. If I can start with Eckler and Chubb. <laughs> I hear you. Because my league mates are letting me, I still might do that and have two of the top five running backs all year. Because I'm, I mean, my, and live with Mike Williams and Pittman and Pickens and guys that won't be super consistent, but don't stink. Well, that's the thing here. So if you start looking at it, you get deeper into the draft. Um, we go down into, let's, let's say the start of round four. Uh, five at 48. Mm-hmm. Damian Pierce is running back 19. She's like, those backs are more attractive than they used to be. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is wide receiver 19 right after Damian Pierce. Terry McLaurin is right after that as wide receiver 20. Mm-hmm. The guy you mentioned previously, J.K. Dobbins is RB 20. Terry McLaurin's yeah. a much safer pick than, than J.K. Dobbins. Or Pierce. It's not even no close. Doubt. Not it's not even close. close. I mean, there's still 36 receivers out there. You're happy starting. Are there 24 backs? Right. 
Our wide receiver 22 is DJ Moore. Running back 21 is I, Miles Sanders. I don't love hitting the RB22 you know, is Cam Akers. Yeah. Like, I'm just digging a little deeper here. Yeah. We get the uh wide receiver 29 is Christian Kirk. That's fine. He comes off the board. He's coming off the board right now before RB25. Which means everybody already has two now. So this is the number one third running back in the league, James Conner. Right. I mean, I trust Kirk a lot more than I do Conner or Akers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Wide receiver 30 is Tyler, Tyler Lockett. Wow. I like him over all the guys we just mentioned. The other guys who are in those top. So if you everybody's drafting three receivers, right? So wide, re- wide receiver 31 is Mike Evans. Brandon Ayuk is 32. With an average, both of those guys have an ADP right now, 74. Mm-hmm. De- Deontay Johnson, who we spent a whole segment on in, in segment one, is wide receiver 33 at 74.5. Side note, and this makes me happy, and maybe people are listening to us, but his ADP keeps going up and up and up. As it should. As it should. It's nuts. I mean, he should be wide receiver 25. His his ADP right now is seventy four point five. Is tied with Darren Waller, David Montgomery, Javante Williams. He's easily the pick there. Excuse me, those two running backs are aren't even close. Yikes! Ah, that was so bad it made me sneeze um, <laughs> twice. Uh, yeah, I, I mean uh, Javante Williams. I don't think he's going to play. I don't even know if he plays this year. Right, does. George Pickens comes in at, at wide receiver thirty-four right now, so just outside of those, or he's just inside the top three. Because you, and t- I like Pickens as much as the next guy, but like when Best Ball ADP came out, Pickens was like the receiver right ahead of Deontay. That doesn't right. quite add up. No, especially in a PPR. Right, right. I think that's half PPR is there. Yeah, but still, Pickens ADP right now is the same as Alexander Madison. And he's also going – he's a hard one to value because – I don't want anything to do with Alexander Madison. I don't either. But since Cook got cut, Madison keeps going up, 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 too. Yeah. Not for me. I don't know. Pickens' ADP is just ahead of Marquise Brown and Traylon Burks. And I understand all those. I think – I like him more than those guys. Without a doubt. But those two are the number ones on their – they're probably going to out-target him. For better or worse, yeah. For better or worse, I just I don't know. Tennessee's going to have a lot of targets. Period. No, but they don't have anyone to throw to. Yeah, like Pickens was a Titan, he would lead the team in receptions. Oh, without a doubt, he'd he'd, you know be, I mean? he'd be twenty on this list, mm-hmm. even if it's a bad passing offense. So, and then we get, we get down to QB twelve. His ADP is number nine is ninety right now. So just behind those guys, and that's Kirk Cousins. Hmm. That's the so you look at that and you're like okay do I do I take the quarterback early or do I wait if you look at that quarterback ADP um, before you mention it what I'm leaning to with quarterbacks is there's those three Hertz Mahomes Allen that are probably too rich for my blood because that means I'm giving up on Nick Chubb or AJ Brown but I don't want to be stuck with Cousins like I used to be right I mean. It's, if I'm playing you, which is that's how fantasy works, team A plays team B, and you have Josh Allen and I have Kirk Cousins, 
Huge. You're, feel good about you're get, yeah. I mean, I, you could single handedly lose that game right there. Right, right, right. Because you're not going to one spot. Six other dudes that score zeros. So right now, looking at the quarterback ADPs, Mahomes is 19. Or I'm sorry, Allen is 16. Allen's usually one. Yeah. Yeah. Mahomes is 19. Jalen Hurts is 23. Yeah. Joe Burrow is 32. Lamar Jackson is 38, so just outside of of the the, the third round. Mm-hmm. So if you want to take, you want to get one of those top four quarterbacks. The way drafts are going right now, you got to take one of them in the first three rounds. Well, the top three stand alone, right? I mean, they're they're like second round picks. Then after after Lamar at 38, you have Justin Fields at 42, Justin Herbert at 44. Those guys are going before the end of round four. See, I'm interested. I'm not saying I'm going to buy, but I'm very I'm more open than ever of shopping in the Lamar Herbert Fields neighborhood. It's just so Lamar at 38, 38. You you in the last decade, that's where your first quarterback usually went. That's yeah, beginning around four. And so it's tough to get out of that idea that I can't take a quarterback in round two. I can't take a quarterback in round three. I know. And I don't know that I can, but end of round three, like at the three, four turn, I think I'm taking Lamar or a little into round four. After I got three dudes, I get fields. Okay. Cause I think if I play you and you have Allen and I have fields. Okay. I got a puncher's chance. Yeah. But they're expensive. I, it's, it, it, the expensive, you know, the expense of the quarterback has gone up considerably. You've now, got, you've got, Basically, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen quarterbacks right now who are going in the top one hundred in terms of ADP. Okay, top one hundred. I'm not taking sure. I'm taking a second. That's in the first. That's in the first eight rounds. Yeah, fourteen of them. Yeah. (laughs) What's interesting though is, and this is no secret, is if you can find the value, you can find the guy that goes in round eight that next year is going to be a second rounder. That's how fantasy football is won. I do think that's easier at quarterback than other positions. Like, I can paint a picture, and I know he's not popular on these airwaves, where Deshaun Watson way outkicks his ADP. I guess... Four yeah, other examples in that neighborhood. I mean, I, so he's at 71 right now. Tua is at 91. I could see Tua out kicking his I could see. I, that's why I brought Tua up. I could definitely yeah. see Tua out playing that with those receivers. Sure. If he, if he stays healthy, putting up big numbers. Yes. And if he gets hurt, I'm not going to play him the next week. I'll bet. Right, I'll have somebody else. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that, that receiver or the quarterback position is extremely interesting. It is. I mean, Anthony Richardson might not be a good football player, but he's going around quarterback 14 or so. Right. You can see him outkicking that. I mean, if he rushes for 800 yards, he's going to be a top 10 quarterback. He's just outside the top 100 now. If you look at the tight end position. It's interesting, too. There are nine players in the top 100. Okay. With, like, Fryermuth being the last guy. Fryermuth is the last guy there. Yeah, 96. His ADP right now is 96. If you miss out on one of those guys, I don't want to miss out on one of those guys. Then you're looking at David and Joku, 
Chigaquanquo, Dalton Schultz, Cole Komet, Greg Dulcich, Dalton Kincaid, Tyler Higby. Yuck, 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 yuck. So One by, the, by that token, you could make the argument that perhaps the good tight end should be drafted earlier. But what's weird about that position that's different than quarterback, and they're both obviously standalone positions, there's one stud, and he's super, super expensive. I don't know what neighborhood I like best of those top nine. I don't want to be in the Chig neighborhood. I want one of the top nine. But I think it might be more Friermuth than it is Andrews for the cost. Right. Andrews is going his at 34 right now. Hawkinson is going at 40. Mm-hmm. Kittle's at 55. Kyle Pitts is at 66. Darren Waller at 75. Dallas Goddard at 69. They have them in their order that they like them as opposed to their ADP. Evan Ingram is at 92, and Friermuth is at 96. You're going to choke on your Diet Coke, but for the price, I'm buying Pitts still. Oh. <laughs> oh, I know that touches a nerve. Well, but let's put it this way. So if you take Pitts and Dallas Goddard was still there, because Pitts right now is going at 66 and Goddard's going at 69, Yeah, I'll take, I'd take Goddard because that's a safer pick. I thought Goddard was going earlier, to be very honest with you, because Goddard seems to be going up and up too. Those are the that, that's my neighborhood though. Like I want those guys or Fryermuth for their cost. Yeah. Like I don't think I can pay the Kittle price or the Andrews price. The Kelsey price is so rich. It's very rich. But yeah. at the same token by the same token, if you took Travis Kelsey in round one and then followed that up with Patrick Mahomes in round two. Nobody's going to want to play you every week, <laughs> especially in the playoffs. You're going to win. You're going to win six or seven games, basically on those two guys. It's like the most intimidating thing in fantasy football <laughs> history, because you know they're going to have running backs and receivers. They're going to still have Keenan Allen and right, know, right. Those guys, somebody, you know, those guys just need to be okay, and you're yeah. going to win games. Yeah, just don't kill me. Don't get zeros from my running backs and receivers, which rarely happens, anyways. Mahomes throws two touchdowns to Kelsey, you lose. <laughs> no matter what everybody else in the does. league, and you lose <laughs> losing the playoffs because those two. Like yeah. I've never done that, but I want to. I want to be. I mean, that's the scariest team ever. <laughs> I don't know if it's the best team ever, but it's the scariest. It's the last one I want to play against. Oh, it's a, it's the one team that you look at. And you go into the game, you're going. Uh, you look. You start looking. Who's Who's Kansas City play this week? Because this could be bad. Oh, they're on Monday night, and I have an eighty-point lead going into Monday You're night. You're not safe, <laughs> right? Or a fifty-point lead. You're sweating it. You're watching to the very fifty-last, and then you lose Kelsey on the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're probably lo- You're an underdog. Yeah, yeah. If you're only you're only up fifty with those two guys playing. You're losing nine you're times out of ten. Yeah. Again, it's frightening. So again. If I get 50 every week out of a quarterback and tight end, I can come up with 50 out of running backs and receivers. I'll cobble it together, yeah. Easily. You know, maybe I'm working the waiver wire for the the Jalen Warrens of the world as the season goes on or whatever. So if I can get 10 points per week out of running backs and receivers and 50 out of my quarterback and tight end, I'm at 100 every week and I'm in it. Yeah, I I just think that you know that strategy, um, uh, you know it's it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to get out of that idea that you have to take running backs. I know because then you, 
I mean, your first back is in the third round and your receivers are junk. They're running backs going in round three right now. Ramondre Stevenson, Najee Harris, in that neighborhood, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, Travis Etienne, and Jameer Gibbs is just outside of that group. Okay. I mean, I can. I, I like any one of those guys. They're all fine. They're but all I don't fine. know that I want one of those guys as my number one back. Right. So this is a great segue till the rest of the you know upcoming months. The more mocks we do, the clearer this will become. And I'm not saying we should got to mock it up every week anymore, but we're going to build some teams, which is why we do mocks where it's like, this stinks. You know, that was a bad strategy. I'm not doing that again. I'm not right. waiting until round 10 for my tight end because I can't compete or whatever the, it is. The thing is, so if you go, if you go wide receiver, wide receiver, or wide receiver quarterback or tight end quarterback in the first two rounds, you're looking at having one of those, you know, Ramondre Stevenson, Najee Harris, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, Travis Etienne is, is your lead back. I can live I can live with that. What I don't know that I'm going to be able to live with is the guys available in round four. Jameer Gibbs, Dalvin Cook, we'll see where he lands. Maybe Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, yeah. Damian Pierce. As your RB1. And then, you know, J.K. Dobbins, Miles Sanders, Cam Akers, DeAndre Swift. Well, again, we'll see the Rashad White. There's some guys there that I think, okay, he might be all right, but yeah. there's question they're marks. Lot, they're a lot different than Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, right. Or Kenneth Walker or you right, know, right, right, right. Najee Harris, who I know is going to get the football. Right, right. So maybe it's okay. I'm, you know, again, going back to the opening question, maybe it's. Okay, maybe I don't have to go running back, running back, or two of the top three rounds have to be running back, but I can't wait until round four for the first one. No, absolutely not. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then you got to hit it. You got to hit that out of the park. And then if you do that too, I always think the best strategy, if you wait on one of those positions, is just keep buying them. You know, like yeah, have two take, running back, take seven of them. Yeah, <laughs> right. But then you have no depth anywhere else, of course. You know, and the problem with that too is takes you to week five to know which two to start every week right and by then you're one and four yeah because <laughs> you've had the best one sitting on the bench every week you all know all the time all the time yeah it, it, it's, it's interesting stuff out though and, and the you know the, the the thing about it is you're not drafting these guys in a vacuum the other guys all have strategies as well sure sure so you could say oh, i'm targeting Ramondre stevenson in round three because that's where his adp at is that and all of a sudden Ramondre Stevenson goes in round two, and yeah, you're sitting yeah. there going, "Okay, now I got to take uh, you know Jameer Gibbs or Travis Etienne is like or Dalvin Cook or something." And no, it, it's tough. Your friends listen to your podcast. Well, there's that too. And we, <laughs> we know you guys do that. Yeah, um, nice. I don't cheaters. listen to your podcast, guys. <laughs> and, and along those lines, okay, there's twelve men and women in your fantasy league. Four of them would consider a Kelsey in round one build. You know, the other ones yeah. won't. And two of them have a chance to even do it. Right. That's the great thing about draft. And, it, you know, so I, I think you can have an idea of what you want to do, but you better still stay light on your feet. And to your point, if I'm sitting there with the sixth pick and Saquon Barkley still available or Austin Eckler still available, mm-hmm. I'm going to consider it. I'm not going to go I have to take a wide receiver. You know? Right, right. And like, then you, I would have a real hard time going Eckler versus Cup. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I probably would go Eckler. 
Right. I'm, or you know, if I'm uh, sitting, I'm sitting there at, at uh, right around the turn. I'm, a, I'm, a, I got picked ten, mm-hmm. for example. And Jonathan Taylor is the best player available on my board. And then I come back around, and Nick Chubb's still available. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna Taylor, I'm, Taylor and Barkley or two of those three. You know, I mean, I'll draft a heck out of wide receivers, or I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, maybe then I'll go and take the top quarterback available in round three or something like that, and build my receivers from there on out. And this is, I know I'm, I know I'm set at running back. Yeah. I mean, this is a case every year, but a lot of it depends where you pick, which I always like knowing my position well before draft day. But if you don't, it helps sure helps to do mocks all over the first round. But if you pick 10 in a 12 team league, you can't do Kelsey Mahomes, you know, like that's off the table for you. Right. But I don't know that I can't draft the running back with those two picks and wait till the tenth pick in the third round for RB one. Yeah, especially if you the league and they go early like they always do, and you're playing with a bunch of old men like we are. Like they might be <laughs> nothing in the end of the third round for your running back one. Correct. So you you do have to kind of get a feel for what you're doing and know the people that you're drafting, or mm-hmm. the drafting against, I should say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're in old school leagues like we are. There's obvious trends, you know, like I bet running, I bet there's more than six running backs drafted in the first two rounds of my draft. Yeah. No matter what, no matter what. Yeah. Matt, that's going to do it for our show today. Interesting little conversation there, Uh, but uh, that's going to do it. And uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. We want to thank you for listening to this edition of the drive on Steelers nation radio. And I also want to remind you that you can hear all of our great content here on Steelers nation radio, wherever you get your podcasts at, We appreciate it if you go out and do that. There's a lot of great content here. We're bringing you stuff uh, every day on Steelers Nation Radio, talking Steelers football, talking league stuff that comes up, all that. uh, This is the place to be, especially if you happen to love the Pittsburgh Steelers, which if you're listening, you probably do. Um, Yeah, yeah, obviously. But uh, for my partner, Matt Williamson, I am Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.